Hello, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of You Can Want in One Hand, the podcast where we talk about all things faith, fitness, surviving life in our 20s, and just everything in between, to be honest. My name is Grace, and I am your host. If you are new here, I graduated college in 2020, moved to a new city, got engaged about six months later, have been planning a wedding, I also bought a house last year, and I have two dogs. So my life is pretty chaotic, and I really just use this platform to share about it, talk about it, talk about the struggles, the highs and lows, everything in between. I really enjoy just chatting. I'm a huge talker, so that's how we ended up with a podcast. Um, I am losing my voice a little bit. I think I'm kind of getting sick, but that's okay. I'm going to get through it. So if I have to, if there's some weird pauses, it's because I needed to stop and cough or clear my throat or take a drink. So just like just now, literally how ironic that I need to stop and clear my throat right when I'm talking about it. But anyway, welcome. If you are new, welcome back. If you have listened before, I'm so glad to have you. And I am so excited to be chatting with y'all this week. So this is week one of my hopefully four-week wedding podcast series, mini-series inside the podcast. So, um, when this goes live on Monday, we will be officially 26 days out from the wedding, which I am pooping my pants (laughs) thinking about because that seems so soon. Um, I got engaged in September of 2021, so it's been over a year now of planning this wedding. I got started planning, like, literally the day after we got engaged, because 2022 has been like the biggest wedding year in forever um, and lots of vendors were booked up. So I have been planning this wedding for far too long. Um, The relief I will feel (laughs) at the end of this is going to be fantastic. Um, And honestly, it might end up being a four or five week series, depending if I put a podcast episode up the week of the wedding, kind of just depends on how things go. But I really want to do a podcast episode after the wedding, kind of like just a recap of the day and how I felt if the past year of planning has been worth it. But anyway, um, the next few weeks, if you are not planning a wedding or not really interested, we will get back to our regularly scheduled program. I would still love if you would listen and support, but if you're not interested, send it to someone who you know that is wedding planning or in that stressful event of life um, because they might enjoy it and I would really appreciate the shares. So, That's kind of just a little intro to the next few weeks of podcast episodes because I really wanted to loop it all in together and I have been writing down ideas. I'm going to do an episode with Brendan, which I'm really, really excited about too. So stick around, keep coming back. Um, The one with Brendan will be fun no matter if you're wedding planning or not. It's not that much about weddings, but either way, today's episode is about like he proposed, now what? What's what did I do at the beginning of my wedding planning and looking back, what do I wish that I had done at the beginning or I'm glad that I did right off the bat. Just sharing that with you if you are engaged or about to start planning a wedding, it might be helpful to you. So that's what we're going to be talking about. But before we do that, as usual, highs and lows and goals for the week. So my low for last week, if you can imagine, I am really stressed because of the wedding. I was really, really stressed um, the first part of the week because I had just been like texting my planner and photographer trying to figure out a timeline and we hadn't really got to talk about it yet and I felt like there wasn't enough time and it was really cramped and I wasn't going to get to do everything I wanted to do. 
And of course, after spending like an hour and a half on the phone with my planner on Friday, we got it figured out and I feel much better, much less stressed. I know it will come in waves um, over the next 26 days, but we are close. We are getting there. I feel good. Um, I feel like it's manageable, the rest of the things we have to get done. So that is fan-freaking-tastic. That was my low because I I was really stressed and I'm going to try on the next three and a half weeks to not be really, really stressed, but we all know how that's probably going to go. So I'll keep you all updated, but I'm going to do my best to take care of myself so I don't get sick. Um, so I don't, you know, not sleep. I want to feel good. I want to feel my best. And yeah, that was my low. My high is that I'm going to Kelsey Ballerini tonight. I'm recording this on Sunday and Kelsey Ballerini We'll be in Kansas City. I'm going with one of my best friends, and we're just having a little girl's night. I'm recording this before I go, and I'm so pumped. So that's already my high because I know it's going to be so fun. And a Sunday night outing for me is very, very, very rare, and I know I'm going to get home late and be absolutely exhausted tomorrow. I already accept that, but we're going to survive. I'm going to work from home, and it's going to be great. So I'm super pumped. Um, my goals for this week are staying organized. I have a lot going on. Um, I have a couple new client calls, which is fantastic. And just a lot of wedding stuff to do, a lot of to-do list items, and it's a lot. So I just want to stay organized, keep my to-do list on tab, make sure I'm writing everything down that needs to be done so I can knock it off ASAP, um, and feel like I, you know, have things under control and have a plan. So staying organized and then getting my daily devotional done. I really have fallen off the wagon in the past couple of weeks and I need to get back on a because I need that time with the Lord during the day, especially during this time. And also like I still want to be really preparing my heart for this marriage that I'm about to enter into. And yeah, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited for the wedding and to marry Brendan and to be his wife And I truly cannot believe that we are sitting here with 27, or when this goes up, 26 days until we do that. So I'm I'm so, so excited, but also it just seems so surreal that that's where we're at. So those are my goals for the week. Let me know your goals on Instagram. I love to have accountability and keep others accountable. So let me know what your goals are. And we can do that for each other. But I'll stop rambling and start rambling on a different subject. So let's get right into it. All right. So he proposed, now what? I am by no means a professional. I'm not a wedding planner, not a wedding photographer, not in the wedding industry at all. But I am a bride that gets married in 26 days. And I feel like I have some input on this because I went through it. So I, um, to preface, was not a Pinterest prepping for the wedding. Already had it planned out. Already knew what I wanted. Kind of girly. I was like a we should elope kind of girly and we're not eloping we're having a pretty big wedding and <laughs> I had no plans no wants no dreams at literally nothing okay like I didn't even know a ring that I liked until I was forced to pick out a ring that I liked like I never had the Pinterest board um I I just 
I don't know. I just never had it. I, I really, when I met Brendan, it was a total shock that we would even be getting married that quickly. Like once we started dating and it wasn't like I, you know, I was, I was 20 when we started dating and 21 when we got engaged. So I wasn't in the stage of life where I was like dream planning a wedding and I never had been like that. So just to preface, I was not a prepared girly. Maybe you are and you will be more prepared than I am. And that is great for you, but I was not that. So just take that, take that with a grain of salt when I tell you all of these things that I did and how I did them because it was like from starting from scratch. So the first biggest thing we needed to do was a budget. You can't book anything until you have a budget because things cost money. Weddings are freaking expensive and that's going to determine a lot of the things you're going to do. So a budget was the first thing we did. Step two, a date. You kind of pick the date based on the venue. Unless you have a specific date in mind, venue and a date. For us, the venue was already picked out, so I have no advice. My fiance's aunt owns a venue. We knew we were going to get married there because it was the best financial option for us. So I didn't tour venues. I didn't have to play around with dates. Um, I do know that... When I met Brendan before I knew his aunt had a venue, I had always said I would get married in like February because it's cheaper. So take that too. If you don't care what the weather's like, the winter months are typically cheaper. Um, A lot of vendors I have figured out working with them offer discounts in the off season of weddings. So if you really don't care about the weather, definitely look into those off season dates Um, Because everybody is less expensive during that time. And another thing with the venue, that although it will determine your date as well, it's also going to determine like vendors that you can use. Um, A lot of venues have a lot of restrictions based on catering and the bar and the music, all those things. Like a lot of venues have restrictions. Luckily for us, our venue has no restrictions. So we could pick from anybody. But I know that's not the case for everyone. So getting the venue and the date set really are the first things you can do before you can book anybody else. Maybe you could, I mean, you have to have a date to be able to book anybody, but um, you definitely have to almost always have to have a venue before you can book a lot of those things too, because you have to know the restrictions that will be placed onto you depending on that venue. And you have to know what the venue is going to provide as well. Like uh, some venues, the food is included in the cost or you know, some like the DJs included in the cost or the decor is included included in the cost and, and that was none of us. Like I had to do everything. So that's great because it I wanted to DIY a lot, but if you, you know, don't want to and you want someone else to take care of those things, it's it's important to have those first. Um and then if you want a planner Get that early on because they will obviously take off a lot of the load of finding the rest of the vendors. Um, And maybe you can get a planner before you have a venue and a date. I don't actually know how that works. My planner specifically has been a planner for the last three months leading up to the wedding and then the day of. So she started with me in August. Um, My wedding's in November has taken over everything since then and then will be the day of coordinator. So 
in my opinion, this was the best option for me because I knew that there was a lot that I could plan on my own. Like, getting food, getting, like, finding the vendors was something I didn't mind doing. I don't mind talking on the phone. I don't mind emailing people. And um, I work a desk job, so it's, it's not like it's inconvenient for me to be able to do those things. And I'm a deal hunter, so I also wanted to find things that were going to be, like, cheap but good quality. I also knew for decor that I was going to DIY everything. Um, I had everything from my sister's wedding that was DIY'd, and I used some, but also did a lot more um, on top of that, and I knew that's what I wanted to do. Um, I wanted to do all the decor pretty much DIY'd and, and found on Facebook and just try to get it as cheap as possible because use it once and then you never use it again. So I didn't need a full-time wedding planner to plan the whole wedding, but I did want someone to take it over, so she's in communications with all my vendors, organizing everything for the day. I have not had to talk to a single person besides her since she started, and it has been incredible. I would totally recommend having someone take all those things over because there's already a million and a half other things that I'm thinking about besides those logistical things. So I would definitely recommend, if it's not in the budget for someone to plan the whole thing, um, or if you think you just need a day of coordinator consider or ask what the extra cost would be to get them for a little bit longer to do a little bit more coordinating because it really will help you so much in the long run. Um, so aside from a planner, venue, date, photographer, um, DJ, food, book all those things early. I booked them really, really early because, you know, those vendors book up and it's not that they book on your date, but they'll only take so many weddings a year. Like, there was a couple um, hairstylists I reached out to that was like, oh, I, I'm at my max weddings for the year, so I'm not taking anyone else. So, all those things. Like, if you want hair and makeup, if you have a specific DJ in mind, if you, like, we are having a wedding painter, that was something that, you know, you have to, you have to get that early if you want them on your date and you want someone specific or you want the best. Like, those people get booked up so fast. So, definitely book them early. Um... And do everything as early as you can is really, like, the biggest thing I can say is at least start. Like, start reaching out, start thinking about it, start making lists because it comes fast, um, the season goes by fast, and the more you can get done early, the more you can relax the rest of the time. And I can totally attest to that. Like, we had months where we really didn't have that much to do because we had everything done that needed to be done at the time. And now it's crunch time, so we definitely have a lot to do, but... I wouldn't say, like, I have been stressed up until probably, like, a week or two ago about wedding planning. Um, there was a couple times where I was like, oh, okay, I really need to get stuff done. But not to the point of, like, I'm so behind, I'm not going to have time to do all this, or I have to devote, like, my whole life to getting all this stuff done. Because I have a life outside of planning a wedding. Um, and I also have a full-time job. So, <laughs> it's not like, it's not like I have all the free time in the world. But, um, also just, like, make a list of the things you want the most early on. I knew I wanted a wedding painter to paint our first dance. One of my best friends did it and that is something so unique and something that will hang in our house for the rest of our life and will be passed down to our kids a hand painted live painting of us doing our first dance at our wedding and that's like something I really wanted. So just like making a list of the the must-haves, the must-dos, um, because that also factors into your budget. You have to budget those things in, and you might have to give up something else, but as long as you, you know, know exactly what you want, you're not going to end up booking something you didn't really need, 
but thought you wanted and just was in the excitement and then now you're over budget. Like it just helps if you write out everything that you absolutely want early on. Another thing to do early, um, supply chain issues and shipping delays and all that is still an issue. I ordered my dress November of 2021. So I went dress shopping like literally less than two months after I got engaged. It was pretty quick, I feel like. And my dress did not get here until the end of July. The end of July is when my dress arrived. Okay. Dress shop early. I had no idea what I wanted. So if you're in that boat, and even if you're not, like, let them pick out some stuff too, because the bridal consultants a lot of the time know what they're doing. I had a, I had one that was really bad and she it's kind of like make or break the experience. She definitely broke the experience. We left that bridal shop pretty quickly. But the one where I found my dress, it was nothing like I thought I would pick. It was absolute. I mean, it's absolutely stunning, but it's nothing that I ever would have picked out myself and probably nothing that my family members would have picked out for me. So give it a chance. Just try everything on. You can take, it doesn't have to be done all in one day. I thought it did. And we, I did find my dress all in one day. But, you know, sleep on it if you're unsure and don't make a rash decision because if you do it early, you do have to decide early. But if, like, you don't want it, the reason you can't have your dream dress to be because you didn't go shopping early enough. Like, that would have broken my heart if it was like, this is not going to arrive in time for your wedding. And it's like, wow, okay, so I can't have the dress that I want because it's going to take too long to ship. Like, that would have really upset me. So dress shop early. Like I said, everything else, do everything early. As much as you can, get it done right away. Also, get on Pinterest. If you're not a Pinterest, I'm I'm a Pinterest girly, but I never had the wedding board. If you're like that, start the wedding board, start thinking of things. Just get the vibe. Look at what you think you want it to look like, what you think decorations sort of want to look like, because you'll have to start thinking about that, especially if you are DIY bride, like I am. You want to think about it early because you want to shop sales. I got a ton of stuff on Black Friday and Amazon Prime Day. And if you don't know what you want, you miss those days and you truly miss out on some really good deals. So definitely have a vibe. Also, like I shopped a ton on Facebook Marketplace. So much of my stuff is from Facebook Marketplace and I will be reselling it on Facebook after the wedding. But Had I not known exactly what I was looking for, I would have missed out on that stuff because wedding stuff on Facebook goes quick. If any of you have started looking, like you'll message somebody, they just posted this wedding stuff at a good price, it's already gone. You're like the eighth person to message them in 10 minutes. So if you know what you're looking for, you can really hop on the good deals, save a lot of money, and it just makes your life a lot easier in the long run when you're trying to do DIYs or figure out what you want for decorations. Um... So just start getting an idea of what you want pretty early on. I know this is a long list of things to do right after he proposes, but I really think all these things made my life easier. And I don't know the alternative, but I really do feel like they made this process so much more enjoyable. Um, Like picking a rough draft guest list is something that really helped us because I mean, it started bigger, but we at least had a rough idea of the number of people that we wanted to invite. So say we had, 
I think we invited about 200 people and we have about 150 coming, but I think we started with a list of like 240 and we just kind of cut it down. I was like, I really don't want that many people coming. Like I would like to keep it around 150. And so we had a rough idea. We added to it. We took away from it. That's just how it goes. Having a rough idea really does help though when talking to vendors, getting at least a price estimate of how much things are going to cost for food and drinks, all of that stuff. Like you need at least a rough idea of the number of people you think you want. And it adds up a lot quicker than you think it's going to because I was like, oh, we'll probably have like 80 people. Like that would have been my ideal wedding size. No, there's a lot more people in your life than you think. So at least just make a rough draft, edit it out, just write some people down, get a, get a estimate of how many people you think you might invite. It'll, it'll be helpful. And then your wedding party. How many people are going to be standing up with you? Because I found some great bridesmaids gifts pretty early on and I needed to know how many people I was going to have and how many people Renan was going to have. We're also having the whole wedding party stay in a giant mansion together and I needed to make sure there was enough rooms. So we needed to know how many people we were going to have. So wedding party is another one. Um, if you want to take engagement pics, plan those out too. Pro tip, if you have a vacation coming up in, I mean, we didn't go on vacation until like six months later, but I knew we were going to Hawaii in March and I was like, we're taking engagement pictures in Hawaii. Like, what, why not? So if you have a vacation coming up anywhere, like in the mountains, at the beach, anywhere, get your, get different engagement pictures. You're going to have the vibe of the wedding photos you want. Do something fun for your engagement pictures. If you don't, do engagement pictures in your town. That's fine with your photographer. But do something fun for your engagement pictures. If you have a trip coming up, totally take advantage of it. Because I love our engagement photos. And they are so... Like, who else has their engagement photos in Hawaii? You know, like, if you have the opportunity to take cool ones, definitely do it. Um, And... Then just like some random things that I'm really glad that we did pretty early on. Um, a shared Spotify playlist and getting on wedding TikTok. Those are two that I am very glad that we did pretty quick. Um, my TikTok quickly became wedding TikTok when I started, you know, liking those videos, watching more of those videos. And there is some great advice on there. So really take advantage I, TikTok, it's a lot of hate. There is some really solid advice and a lot of helpful people that are just giving out help for free. So look into it and get on wedding TikTok. And then a shared Spotify playlist is literally just like either songs that would work well in the ceremony or for the wedding or reception songs that we like that we don't want to forget to add. We literally started this playlist a year ago and it has so many songs on it now. And I'm so excited. Like, I'm so excited to use them. And we've been, then you can like listen to the playlist when you're doing wedding stuff. And that's what we do or like on the car ride to do stuff. And it's, it's just so fun. Like, it's just something so special that we get to like listen to this playlist we've curated for our wedding. And we have a DJ, but we, it was just like all the songs like, oh, that would be a cute wedding song. That would be a cute ceremony song. Like, I don't want to forget this song in the reception. So that's something I'm just really glad we did. Um, and then a few things that I wished I had done really early on, um, started a wedding credit card. I actually got a credit card for wedding expenses when we booked our honeymoon. Um, 
but I wish I had got it earlier on to pay all the deposits because those deposits really do add up and most everyone takes credit cards now for deposits and you get points. So I got a United credit card because not for our honeymoon, but we want to go on a European vacation next year and you get a bunch of bonus miles when you open it and spend a certain amount of money. So I wish we would just would have done that earlier. Um, and an email for the wedding. Um, now that I'm closer to searching my inbox for emails that I got over a year ago is uh, not not super fun. So start an email, inbox, name it, your last names, then you can use it. Like name it your future last name, then you can use it forever for just joint stuff. Um, I never did that. I still haven't done it. And there's no point now because we're so close, but literally searching through my regular email inbox for an email that I got forever ago is painful. And I wish I just would have started a wedding only email because then all the spam emails from the websites and stuff would just go to one place and I wouldn't have to deal with them. But I'll probably be getting emails forever from the not. So it is what it is. And um, started like a wedding binder or like a Google Drive. Same kind of concept, like a centralized place for all of the documents, all of the plans, all of my ideas in one spot. I didn't do that. And now I'm trying to like get all that stuff together out of my brain and onto paper. So my planner has it and somebody knows on that Saturday what I'm looking for. So... Uh, those are the like more organizational things that I wish I would have done early on and I feel like I'm a pretty organized person but I just really dropped the ball there so I'm passing my failures along to you so you can be successful but yeah those are my that is my (laughs) 18 minutes of advice for what you should do right after you get engaged I know it's a lot okay I really do I know it's a lot but it will make your life so much easier and so much better to get all those things done early and just get it over with at least get it started and that's somewhat of like a rough list of things not to forget if you just got engaged or you're just now starting planning your wedding because I did it and now I'm almost here and I want to pass along the small bits of wisdom that I have learned in the past year so I really don't know it all. There's a lot of people who know more than me. That's why I suggested TikTok and all the wedding planners on there who do this every weekend, not just once in their lifetime, which is where I'm at. But I thought I would just give you my two cents because that's what this podcast is all about. So if you enjoyed, please leave a rating and review and share with somebody that you know that is a bride or um, keep it in your back pocket. If you have a friend about to get engaged, I would really appreciate you sharing. It really does help me out getting the word out there and getting some more listeners. If you don't already follow me on Instagram and TikTok, head over to both of those. They are linked in the description um, of this podcast and I would love to have you in my little community. It's just about as random as this podcast. So if you're into that, head over there and thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Love you guys so much. Bye.